On today's episode of Bite Sized, we are watching the first scene of the movie Twilight. For those of you watching along at home, that is from zero minutes and zero seconds to one minute and eight seconds. And now, on to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Bite Size, the Twilight Film Retrospective podcast. Before we get into the meat of the episode, meat, uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about who I am and what this is. Uh, my name is Ben Bear. I am a comedian in the Chicago area. Some of you in the Twilight community may know me from a couple years ago. I held a sign for my then-girlfriend at her half marathon it said you are impossibly fast and strong and got just a whole bunch of likes on Twitter and got me on Instagram the night of the Met Gala red carpet. So if you scroll far back enough in the E! News Instagram account, you will see a picture of my dumb face between, I think it was Zoe Kravitz and Rihanna. I don't think I've ever belonged anywhere less than I have between those two people. Truly nothing in common with them. Then last year, as of this recording, I was on Jeopardy, told that story, and the Twilight fans found me again. And here I am now making a Twilight podcast because what else do you do when you have those two experiences? Clearly the universe is guiding you somewhere. So let's talk about what this podcast is. I have decided to take a look at the Twilight series in probably the worst possible way, definitely the least convenient way. Myself and a different guest each week will be watching the Twilight movies one scene at a time. My guest, of course, will be watching their one scene completely devoid of context unless they have seen the movies before. Uh, It's sort of like the Star Wars Minute podcast for those of you who are familiar with that. So it's going to take a long time. Let's kick things off right now with our very first guest. She is also in Chicago. She is a TTRPG streamer and a TikToker and a Twitch superstar, some might say. She says she's a comedian on a good day. I'd say today's a good day. So you are a comedian. Sarah Murphy, Hi. Welcome to Bite Sized. Oh my God. I'm so excited to be here. When you told me about this, I was like, I need to be on this immediately. This yeah. is just my brand of stupid. Okay. Well, then let me start off with the first question I'm going to ask everyone on the show. And I get to be the very first you do. person. Oh, yes. I better set the bar every, high. Every time I ask this of someone else, I will say, as I always ask, but not for you, because oh! it's the first time. Oh, this is good. This is exciting. Okay, okay. Sarah Murphy, what is your experience with the Twilight franchise? So I was a preteen and teen girl when Mm -hmm. uh, Twilight came out. So I feel like it was very marketed to me, but I had a lot of internalized misogyny and was like, other girls like this? I hate this. Interesting. Uh, I'm one of the boys. That was my energy in high school. And how'd that work out for you? Um, I mean, like I had a number of like close guy friends and now I'm dating a woman. So I feel like life really did an Uno reverse on me. Interesting. Of uh, surprise, motherfucker. Actually, ladies, really cool. That's a hell of a turnaround. (laughs) But I read, I think, the first two books, and I believe I have seen two of the movies. Okay. I think I've seen Twilight and Eclipse. Got it. I skipped New Moon, apparently, and I skipped both of the Breaking Dawns. How did you go about seeing the first and then third movies in the Well, franchise? I read the second book. Sure. So, like, I knew what was going okay, on. Okay, so and you I just wanted like, to pick up with the story. Well, I, you know, it was summer, and it was on at the time. Sure. And it was like, I'm 16 and have nowhere to hang out. It was like, what, 2012? 
like something like that. I was, I was yeah. in high school. Okay. So I would not say that I'm a big Twilight like aficionado. I sure. feel like as an adult now, I have come to understand the campiness of it. Right. And be like, you know what? Actually, this is a good time. This is a good time. And I, you know, I need to go back. If I could go back and right. tell my younger self one thing, uh-huh. the only thing I would tell her is, listen, embrace camp. Specifically sure. in the Twilight. Watch Twilight. You yeah. may you may not get it, but trust me, you are like other girls. Yeah, you, <laughs> a girly, you are like other girls. And that's okay. And it, that's so good. That's if you Don't are like other girls, that's it. totally fine. Yeah. Let's get into the scene you watched today. Yes. The first one minute the and eight seconds. Very first minute and eight seconds, which includes the Summit Entertainment. We logo. start off with the Summit Entertainment logo. It looks great. It's a looks, good logo. Looks. Pacific Northwest Blue. It's I. We were talking about this right before the podcast yeah. started of just the insane amount of color grading. Have you seen the very famous picture of, it's like a still from the baseball scene with the color grading removed? I have not, but... You gotta I, look that I, up. I'm looking it up right it's, now. It's if, the actors... If podcasts will allow. In their baseball uniforms, and it just kind of sort of takes the mystery of it all away. Yeah, these are just generic white people. It's weird in these sort of like West Side Story poses, yeah. basically. It removes the whole mystique of it. Yeah, it it feels like, honestly, this could just be like a trashy uh, CW show sure. rather than like we're a movie. It's a bit like when you go to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid and you're scared of Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And then you see pictures and videos as an adult and you're like, oh, that. Oh, that? that? Oh, he was something. So we're officially like two seconds into the movie now. <laughs> Great logo. Um, Great logo. We'll just recap the scene real quick. There's a deer. Yeah. Running through the forest. Gets tackled by some guy. We don't We don't know who it is yet. We don't know. Yet. Who do you think it is? I would assume, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, I would assume it's either Edward mm-hmm. because he's our main guy or he's one of that evil group of vampires whose Interesting. name escapes me. There's a redhead and a blonde dude. Oh, the three of them from the movie. The three of them from yeah. the movie. I think it's the blonde They don't dude. have like a fun group name. They're just... Listen, remember when I said I haven't watched this in ages? No, I understand. <laughs> and that's... There's a, listen, there's a big white guy. <laughs> there is at least one there's of them. There's at least one white man in this movie. There's and one of them tackled a deer. Lots of them. <laughs> yeah. So this is the opening of the movie. There is a narration, an opening narration from... Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart, queen. We will later learn that's that's Bella very soon. Also someone I've come to appreciate more in my adulthood, Absolutely. especially as a queer woman, being like, well, oh my God, how did I miss this? Right, She's right. She's gorgeous. She's had an acting career for a very long time. She has. She was in Zathura. I remember when that came out. Yeah. And it's weird to be like, right, she's like a legitimate actress. She was in like a Diana movie. Yeah, she was nominated for an Oscar. She's like a good actress. She's incredible. And like she gets memed to death for this, but like she was like she was a kid. She was doing what she was told. She was a kid. She was just following, you know, the director's directions. Exactly. She played played an angsty teen girl and she played it well. She did a pretty decent job of it too. Some pretty interesting source material. Yeah. She's talking about the exact words are... I'd never given much thought to how I would die. But dying in the place of someone I love seems like a good way to go. And when I was putting together questions for this episode, 
my first instinct was to just ask you the question. Yes, and I think we both thought the same thing. Yes, our first instinct was to ask the question, have you ever given much thought to how you would die? And then I realized, oh, that's sad. No. That's a sad way to start a podcast. No. But that's how they chose to start their movie. Yeah, well, you know, this is this is teen angst yeah. as a movie. I feel like you got to set the tone of like... I'm Bella and I'm sad. Sure. And like, listen, I know we get like much sadder in like New Moon with like the pages turning and her just sitting in bed, but like she starts out kind of angsty. I guess my question then is, have you given much thought to how you would die? <laughs> oh, absolutely I have. Okay, tell me absolutely. tell me about that. Absolutely. If, if you could choose, what what's your ideal <laughs> way I to go? Choose, yeah. From what I have heard, that mm-hmm. makes it sound like, you know, I'm talking about this constantly and I'm searching up right. ways to die. I feel like I have heard that drowning is a pretty peaceful way to go because your brain, yeah. the lack of oxygen causes almost like a sense of euphoria. I have versus, heard that. Versus like, I would not want to like burn to death in a house. That right. would be the worst way to go. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend and I like watching a lot of like bad horror movies. Yeah. Uh, and I like playing a lot of horror games like Dead by Daylight. And I have joked many times that like as soon as anything becomes moderately difficult and the killer might get me, I'm done. Just, right. just take me then. I I don't want to try. I don't want to put up a fight. I had a good run here. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, that's interesting. See, I want a, a meteor to fall out of space oh. and hit me, just me. Oh, just you? Yeah, I well, think that would be an interesting way uh, to now go. How big of a meteor are we talking here? No, like one like, just like to hit your forehead? I don't know if that still counts just as Just big enough to do it. I don't want there to be like damage around me, you know? Okay, so like a very only self-inflicted not Death. even self-inflicted, just like, well, ooh, one in a million. How'd this happen? Wow. Yeah, I want to be a fun news story Aww. when I die. Well, you've already been a fun news story like, a I few have, times now. But in a more longer-lasting way. Because as mm. far as I know, no one's ever died that way. I'm pretty sure no one's ever just been conked on the head by a piece of space. And I think that seems like a pretty cool way to go out. Ben wants to be remembered. That's what I'm, the existential crisis I'm getting from this. All right, psychoanalysis (laughs) over here. Yeah, great. Now, do you think it's worth dying for someone you love? Do you think like that's the way to go? Now we're getting into the real heavy. I mean, given the option, sure. Wouldn't you? I probably. That's what the Bible says. I don't follow that. (laughs) I don't follow that. I feel like that is the correct answer is like if it was between me and my partner, like you choose yourself. Um, sure. But then I think about, you know, then then you're just leaving them with like all of this trauma of like, wow, they watched you die. Now they got to live with that. It's yeah, Oopsies. it is almost sort of a burden you're putting upon them yeah. to be like. You gotta, you gotta carry this. Now. I get Sorry. the quick way out. You right. gotta deal you with this now. You get to suffer. Yeah. You get, you get therapy. So which is more of the suffering? Which is the more noble way? And this is what Twilight asks us. <laughs> this is what, this is what Stephanie Meyer and Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson really want us to grapple with. Can we talk about how good of an actor Robert Pattinson is? I know he's not in this We're scene. Talking, okay. He might be. He might be he at the end. We don't know. Could be. Could be. Yeah. He's so good. I loved him in Batman. He's good, yes, in a lot of other things, and given a lot of strange things to do in these movies, including maybe tackle a deer? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, or it's another generic white man that I could not identify. It's just sort of a computer-generated blur, (laughs) I think is what it was. I think it's supposed to be Edward, but you're not supposed to know that yet. Mm -hmm. I think to your point that it might be one of the three bad guys, 
They don't eat deer, though. Oh, the, oh, they don't. They kill people. Oh, right, their, because not to give you too much of a look ahead. No, it, I listen. This yeah. is the only bit of this movie I will ever rewatch. Is just this first minute. My girlfriend and I will be sitting next to each other, and I will say, "Great, babe, have a good rest of your night." <laughs> I'm a purist. One minute and eight seconds, and One you're minute out. Eight seconds. That in is out done. what I require of you. You're <laughs> never allowed to watch any other parts of these movies again. You know, it's a commitment, but I think the friendship is worth it. My next question: the end of the scene is Edward or someone mm-hmm. tackling a deer, of course. Do you, Sarah Murphy, think you could tackle a deer? Oh, I, oh God, I wanted to say absolutely, but the answer is no. Why Because not? I would spend too much time thinking about it. Really? Of like, oh, do I go for like... Like strategy? Neck? Yes, I would spend... I would get two in my head, you mm-hmm. know, like you do improv so you'd understand. You know, like when you're on like the back line yeah. for something and you're stuck of like, oh, I might have a joke, I don't know, like I'm sitting there thinking. Yeah. I'd be stuck in limbo of like, um, uh, maybe... Maybe I go for the neck or do I like shove it or do I try to like hop on it? Sure. I think a deer could kick my ass and I'm, com- <laughs> and I'm, and I'm comfortable enough You're with okay who with I that. am as a person to say that, that sure. I think a deer could kick my ass. Okay. When I was thinking about this, thinking about what you might say, I had <laughs> what, a f- what did you think I was going to say? I, I had a feeling you were going to say no. <laughs> and, but then my two questions were why you could not tackle a deer. Uh-huh. I had a feeling you were either going to say it would too fast mm-hmm. or too cute. Because I think that's my big obstacle in tackling a deer. I think I'd feel bad. What has that deer done to me? Exactly. What I'd be like, oh, come on. Right. Come on, he's just a little guy. He's just having some fun drinking he's, from a puddle by a tree or something. He's water. He's relaxing. Eating moss. I don't know. I don't know. He, unless I, he, he, I, he like owes me money or something. Or you need his blood to live. I need his blood. There's no other deer around. It's very Mark Zuckerberg of them. Yeah. There's other ways they could get <laughs> blood, animal, or human i suppose but the fact that they choose to kill that which they eat is admirable and kind of weird how good do you think edward was at tackling deer the first time he had to do it probably not great how long I do you imagine. think it takes them to learn how to well, tackle deer tackling anything is surprisingly <laughs> difficult well, i mean i'm a fucking string bean they can't see that but i don't have like enough like mass behind me to tackle anything except exactly like a child there's form to it yeah if you watch high school football and i'm sure there's a big overlap <laughs> oh yeah between twilight Those fans and high school football sports. fans you know it's hard to tackle just another person yeah so just a deer running at full strength, if you try to like just sort of wrap it up with your arms, I feel like you're going to have a hard time. Here's the thing. I feel like I would, another part of me wouldn't even want to try because I'd just be embarrassed about a deer being like, you couldn't even push me over. Yeah, that's true. You stupid idiot. I'd be like, God, fuck, you're right. I can't, I can't do it. And it's just a deer. It's like bottom of the fucking food chain. That's true. And I can't even do that. What could a deer do to you that would get you to tackle it? What would it take for you to have to tackle a deer? I mean, I feel like if I was like very into gardening and he ate everything in my garden after I specifically asked him not to. You you tried diplomacy. I tried diplomacy. With this deer. I tried. I tried, you know, even having the homeowners association talk to this deer. Sure. Uh, He's not happy. He's pure anarchy. I mean, a deer shit a lot. I feel like maybe if you like shat on my things. Sure. I'd be like, you know what? That deserves a tackle. Okay. That's good to know that you have such a low bar well, what do you for tackling think? What do you a deer. Think? I don't know. I don't know that there's anything a deer could do to get me to well, tackle it. Well, it's not like it. it's going to stab me. 
maybe if it killed someone I love, I don't know. I'd probably tackle that deer if I was starving and had no other food on that desert island. Well, here's the other thing. We're not specifying that we kill the deer. We're specifying that we tackle That's it. That's interesting. So would you tackle the deer and just let it go? I mean, honest, I feel like here's the thing. I'm dumb enough that I would tr- attempt to tackle a deer at least once just to say that I've done it. Yeah. But then I'd be like, okay, great. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your life. I've changed my mind. What? Why? I want to die <laughs> tackling a deer. Ooh. Okay. Now, is there a better animal to die tackling? Anything tougher than a deer. Like, if you try to tackle a bear, mm-hmm. you're going to die, and everyone's yeah, going to be lose. like, you're that guy lose. deserved it. Mm-hmm. Anything smaller than a deer, like if I tried to tackle a, a squirrel or something, mm-hmm. people would be like, what? You couldn't even take a squirrel? Yeah, because I'm like, something really cute, then everybody would be like, you couldn't even do that. Right. Like, I, the fuck? I think a deer is just that perfect, it's big enough to be a challenge, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have claws or teeth or anything like that, so it you wouldn't reasonably expect it to kill you. And I... And I think, you know what, maybe with a little training, I could. Yeah. Maybe with a little training, uh, maybe if I bulked up a little bit mm-hmm. um, and learned to be good at running again. Cause that Are you was, bad at running that, now? Well, that was a th- thing I wanted to mention because, you know, you did this because you're uh, now your partner. Now, mm-hmm. if you, fiance. I, fiance, fiance currently, I, yes. Just in case you're like, I don't want to tell the people. <laughs> That's fine. And private information. We got engaged um, on live television. That's very fair. That's very fair. I just want to respect, respect the boundary. Yeah. Um, I used to be a half marathon and marathon runner. Really? I have run two marathons. Okay. And uh, a handful of half marathons. So when I saw that you did this sign, I was like, oh, that's like the exact kind of shit you want to see out there. Right. Something original, something funny. Right. Uh, now I feel like next time you have to make a sign that's like you could tackle a deer. And no one's going to understand what that means. <laughs> Except for the listeners Except of the show, Except for the show, listeners. Yeah. This is a, listen, we already have now a bite sized inside joke already from episode one episode one episode one i've That's set amazing. the bar i've set the bar so goddamn high all other guests <laughs> have to live up to this now they have to create their own inside joke if you had to name this scene Ooh. what would it be oh. and this is also going to be the name of the episode so make it good oh my god this is so hard i'm trying to think of a good like deer pun yeah dear edward i'm coming for you Nope, that's not it. Dear Edward, I'm coming <laughs> no, for you. No. <laughs> I think that might be no. it. It took you a few minutes to come okay, up okay, with that. Okay, and by a few minutes, uh-huh. listeners, listen, it really took like a straight up minute. Okay, yeah. listen. That good old podcast magic will make Yeah, it good seem old like podcast. No Whoa. But I need the listener to know I sat for an hour. While Sarah stared yeah. at her phone. Listen, and I, I listen. I cried. I called some people. I had a come to Jesus moment. It I was, was rough. Like, I can't think of a good pun. Yeah. Uh, how can I ever tell, call myself a comedian? We said this was a good day, and I am a comedian. I guess I'm not, not so anymore. sure anymore. Dear Edward, I'm, I'm coming, coming for, for you. <laughs> Specifically spelled Y A, not coming for you. I'm yeah. coming for you. Y A, like young adults. Yeah, because this is a young adult. Sarah, book. that's so brilliant. Thank you. It's worth the wait. Thank you. Now, dear, is that spelled D E A R or D E E R? Uh, D E E R. Okay. Well, because there's a deer in this. Right. That's honestly dear the only thing I wanted to include Edward. was was a deer pun. And you did so much more than that. I have not asked you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mentioned at the top that, you know, you made this sign for your fiance. Yes. What is your experience with Twilight? Were you a big Twilight head when the books and the movies came out? No, not really. I, I, I had very little exposure to Twilight. 
listeners, I'm going to go more into my introduction to Twilight with our next guest, oh, that's Will fair. Nicholson. That's fair. Because it leads into his whole thing. That's fair. That's fair. But Twilight, it was something I knew about, but I always knew just sort of wasn't my vibe. Mm-hmm. And so I never paid that much attention to it until I got into my current relationship with my now fiance, mm-hmm. who is obviously a big Twilight fan. That's how I got here. And so the first time we watched them together and I saw them through her eyes, it sort of gave them gave the movies a new meaning for me that I previously had yeah. not seen. Because I was just taking them at face value as just movies. Yeah. But watching her watch them and enjoy them, at the same time genuinely enjoy them and also laughing at the dumb parts. Right, because like obviously, like yes, there was a lot to laugh out of. Like, okay, this is like over the top and ridiculous. But like clearly there was stuff that people latched onto. Otherwise, yes. this never would have become as big as it did. Yes. People were Die hard for this stuff right, when it came out, which w- baffled me. I never as a got teenager. that. Right. I didn't fully get it either. Like it, it, you're fighting over wolf boy or vampire boy, and like it's so easy to make fun of. Like, oh, like he, he sparkles, he's full of glitter. This is yes. this is so ridiculous. It's like, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Whoever said that everything has to be serious? Like this is just fun. It is. It is silly. There is an inherent silliness to it, um, and I'm glad that that can be appreciated. You know what really makes me laugh more than anything about Twilight is the, the descriptions of fashion in this book. Are you aware of this? I have at one not po- read the books. At, you've not read the books? No. At one point, Bella is described as like trying to not look like too sexy uh, yeah. as a teenage girl uh, and is described as wearing like a full length khaki skirt. Yikes. Because Stephanie Meyer is Mormon. Sure. You know, that's got to color everything she does of like, well, can't be too sexual. Right. Got to be a vaguely sexual enough. But still appropriate for and the, romantic. For the, Mor- and for the, it's, Mormon, for the Mormon church. I love you, that you just crossed yourself, something listen, that Mormons my, do not do. Well, listen, <laughs> I am a former Catholic myself. Sure. So this is this is all the time always is Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Sure. And I was I was homeschooled, raised Southern Baptist. Oh. Seen a mini ankle length khaki skirts in my time. And so I can the, tell you. So then where? you were growing up was yeah. it very much like apathy towards like twilight of like oh like this is stupid and people are into it or was it like one of those like you this is the devil's work you not can't. really like, that was like harry potter yes of like magic stuff and this is like magic adjacent yeah i've been wondering about that too because i never heard or saw anything like that and i wonder if it's just because it never happened or if it's because people looked at me and said like and eh, he's not gonna get into twilight yeah, we won't bother with him it was very specifically like my demographic of like young teenage right. girls but then also like people much older like adult women were very into this as right. well but i feel like it was meant to be for people my age of like a very sure. simple high school romance with vampires that's basically it plus deer plus deer plus deer this and a, an unnamed white man that we will never probably edward probably ever see again no you won't because you'll never watch this. Well, again. no, because I'm going to stop at a minute and eight seconds because I'm a purist. Yeah, you have to. Did you know that this book, the quote at the opening of this book is from Genesis? Really? Uh, yeah, the opening quote is, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Genesis 2.17. Even more just heavy handed symbolism than what we get in the movie. And look at that. The book starts out. The book starts out basically the same way, except not about... The opening line here is, I'd never given much thought to how I would die, though I'd had reason enough in the last few months, but even if I had, I would not have imagined it like this. 
That's too many words. That is that is too many words. Honestly, I think it does a much better job. I forgot that it kind of start the preface starts in media res. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's no deer in the beginning of this book. No, that would be kind of odd if the book started off and there was a deer in the woods and a blurry guy tackled it. But moving <laughs> on from that, that would be a little hard to get across. Yeah, I yeah, although I How would our narrator even know that, you know? I feel like it could be an interesting introduction into sort of like the world of vampires rather than sure. like the world of Bella. I mean, we don't even know her name is Bella yet. We don't know anything we yet. We don't know any we don't know this is the wildest thing. In this minute and 8 seconds. Yeah. I don't know where we are. I don't know what year it is. Uh-huh. I don't know what country we are in. Sure. We could be literally anywhere. And that's why most movies, um, <laughs> typically you're not supposed to just watch the first minute and eight yeah, seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they take a little while longer to develop. Well, I think more movies should be cognizant of podcast formats like oh, this sure. and start thinking of the first minute and eight seconds. In nice, digestible little chunks yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly, like the, a TikTok format. Sure. Well, we were, ta- we were talking ahead of this podcast that you are not a big TikTok person. I'm not, but you are. I am a big TikTok person. I'm on TikTok all the time and I make content on TikTok. But, you have how many followers? Uh, 21,000. Yeah. 21,000. I, um, I, I got a few. I got a few followers yeah, yeah. here and there. But a big thing on TikTok is people cutting up movies or TV shows into like minute long clips so that you can like watch the yeah. whole like show on it. And this is the the energy that this is giving me right now. It's right. like, oh God, I've somehow ended up on part one of this, but no one's uploaded any of the other parts. And I don't know what show this is. I don't know what anything is. In a way, we're doing the opposite of that because instead of taking a movie and breaking it down into little minute long pieces, we're taking one minute long piece of a movie and discussing it for way longer than anyone ever intended. Well, absolutely. We're at what, like 20-something minutes right now? But see, then the other thing is that if you're doing this on TikTok, you can't just have the clip. You also have to have like a secondary video like underneath it of like some other activity, like a, like a, somebody playing a video game or like they'll do like the like crush up stuff sure. and like break things. They're like, your brain can't handle just one video. You need two things so you stay engaged with this content. It's wild. TikTok is so bizarre to me, and I will, I will is, never understand it. TikTok is so it. good, but it's so wild. Yeah. I love it. I think it is a very good tool, especially for, like, spreading information. But mm-hmm. I am very glad that it did not exist when I was, like, in high school. That's fair. Because you know what? I probably would have been someone who made some stupid video about how stupid Twilight is. Wow. And then that would have haunted me for the rest of my days. Because then I'd look back and be like, wow, Sarah, you were wrong. You were 14 and stupid. Yeah. What are your overall thoughts on this first minute? A good opening to a movie? Did it draw you in? I think it's a good narrative hook. It definitely leaves you with a lot of questions that you want to have answered. Like, who is that talking? And Mm -hmm. why is there... What's this deer? And is there going to be symbolism about how this deer is being hunted by this guy? Mm -hmm. The guy's not so much symbolism as he is the literal guy. Yeah. You know, it's a little heavy-handed. But I think it draws you in. Yeah. And there's something to that. There's definitely a, a, a mystery to it. Sure. I, as we're sitting here, I'm almost wondering if it would be more effective in this mystery. Because, you know, the book itself also like yeah. sets you up with kind of this mystery of like, what is going on? Who is this? What do you mean she's like being hunted right now? Right. I almost wonder if it would be more interesting for the very first bit, instead of it like a deer and possibly Edward, Mm -hmm. to be like a human person running through the woods and one of the bad guys. Gets tackled by a deer. Gets, yes. (laughs) We just completely flip it around. And the deer is the vampire. Okay, now we're talking. (laughs) Now we got something here. Now we got something here. 
we're going to rewrite this whole thing. Okay, we're starting over. Starting with two deers in love. Yes. Two deers, one's a vampire. I've never given much thought to how I would deer. <laughs> I've got no idea. <laughs> Sarah Murphy. Hi. Thank you so much for being on Bite Sized. Is there anything you'd like to promote when this comes out sometime Ooh, next month? Oh, yeah. Um, I am on uh, all the social medias, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, uh, at Oops All Smurf. Uh, How do you spell Smurf? The uh, normal way? S-M-U-R-P-H. Oh, interesting. As a, as a play on my last name. Got it. It's been my nickname in one form or another since I was like 12. So sure. I started at Smurfy. Then, as an adult, has become shorter Short to just, just Smurf, Smurf which sense. feels more adult. Yeah, um, but yeah, you can find me on all the social medias at Oops All Smurf. Other than that, I have nothing to promote except that Ben is great. Sure, and this has been so lovely if to be on. People wanted to see you in any live comedy oh, shows. Oh, you mean like the show we're in? Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, you can see us. Maybe not at the same time, but hopefully in the same at the same time in Riff yes. at the I.O. Theater yes. in Chicago off the North and Clybourne Red Line stop. Absolutely. Uh, 10 o'clock on Saturdays. Saturday nights. Saturday nights. It's a party. We all dress up fun. Whether or not we're there, you'll still have a good time. You'll, you'll have a good time. But see, that's a fun guessing game is you show up and it's like roulette. Who's going to be there? Or you could just follow us, follow it on the show on social media. That's also true. And the lineup is posted beforehand. But don't let that determine. No, come on. Go anyway. Look for, look for the surprise. Even if Sarah's not there. Even if I'm not there... Thank you so much for being on Bite Size. Thank you for having me. That is it for this episode of Bite Size. Thank you so much to my guest, Sarah Murphy, for being here. Follow her all the places she told you to follow her at. You can find this show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at BiteSizedPod underscore. That's B-I-T-E-S-I-Z-E-D-P-O-D underscore. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Give it a like. Give it a follow. Share this with a friend. Give us a five-star review. You know how podcasts work and how they get out there. Word of mouth truly is our best advertiser. Thank you so much to Ben Oksher for editing and producing this show. Truly could not do it without you. Our theme song is Mauled to Death by the fantastic band Swimwear Department. Follow them at Swimwear Department on Instagram. Find them wherever you find your music. And tune in next week when we talk about the next scene of Bite Sized with another one of my fun friends. And Sarah, you know, as we always say, as we finish up this episode, our famous outro... Bite you later. Bite you later. <laughs> <laughs>